0: You're listening to the Insecurity Project, solving the insecurity problem at a global level. This podcast is a mixture of interviews, coaching sessions, and personal development content. You'll hear me chat with experts, authors, speakers, and individuals who've gone on to do great things in their life as a result of working through their insecurity. You'll hear brave souls being willing to have a live coaching demonstration recorded where they work through their insecurity. And you'll hear 10-Minute Tuesday, which is a chance for me to deliver high-quality personal development content to help you on your journey. I hope you find it useful. Now on to today's show. Hey folks, Jamin here. It's 10-Minute Tuesday time. This week I'm talking about affirmations and visualizations. Now I can already hear the collective groan because these two things get a bad rap. You're visiting someone's house, maybe a friend or family member, and you ask to go to the bathroom and... Sure enough, in there on the wall is some big list of lightweight cliches. Tell yourself you're beautiful. You're more awesome than you think. You're stronger than you ever thought. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just the whole affirmations, visualization things just so often feels like a giant wank, especially as an Australian where we, we're we already a bit skeptical about hype and fluff. It's like, settle down a bit, mate. Just, just, you know, you don't need to carry on. Uh, but I'm so glad that I discovered the power of affirmations and visualizations because I think in fact they are wonderful programming tools and we are already using them without even knowing because the words we use don't just describe how we feel they shape how we feel so language is is actually one of the most powerful ways by which we create our own reality it's how we it's how we tell our stories words that we use. So being intentional about the language we use and the stories we tell about ourselves is obviously a very important part of creating a life that you desire. So I wanted to give you a few key ideas around how to do affirmations and visualizations well, so that you don't get caught in the lightweight fluff. Uh, firstly, I think, you know, as part of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity, uh, I think this, this kind of fits in practice number seven, which is around rewriting the story. And the key distinction is that you are rewriting it from having deconstructed the old one. If you're just using affirmations and visualizations as a band-aid strategy to to try and kind of be positive over the top of a prevailing negative meta-narrative in your life that says you're no good, I think these have very limited value. They, They may provide you a short boost of confidence and happiness, but like all behavior management strategies, can never bring about lasting change. So that's a really important piece. Use visualizations and affirmations as part of a comprehensive strategy to really create the life that you desire. So having undone the old story, having been the hero and really gone back to the beginning of where it started for you and uh, being the adult in your own life, then, how to, then uh, affirmations and visualizations become very, very useful as a part of rewriting the story. So there's a few key people who have contributed very meaningfully to this space over the years uh, and I'll give you a summary of their their wisdom here. So Shad Helmstetter, he wrote a book called What to Say When You're Talking to Yourself. It's an old book but a wonderful book and he uses the metaphor of uh, your the relationship between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind being like that of the captain of a ship to the engine room worker. So the captain can see where he, he or she wants to go, uh, the engine room worker cannot and so the captain gives the instructions over the loudspeaker, you know, five degrees starboard, or full steam ahead, or you know, whatever. I don't, I'm not up on the lingo. Gives the instruction, and the engine room worker pulls levers, turns turns dials, and gets the job done. Uh, and so that's what he says happens internally all the time. The captain is like a conscious mind giving instructions, and the subconscious fulfills those instructions. And we give those instructions through language. But the problem is the language we use is often. Uh, negative and disempowering. So we'll say stuff like, ah, geez, I'm, I'm just no good with money. I'm always late. Uh, you know, I'm a bit of a social retard. You know, I struggle making friends. Whatever we say to ourselves, that's like giving an instruction over the loudspeaker. And then the subconscious goes and works out how to be terrible at money, how to always run late, how to, be, how to not be comfortable in social settings. And then lo and behold, they're the results we get. And we think, see, it's true. And then it completes the loop on this self-fulfilling prophecy. So, the distinction is get clear about where you want to go and give those directions. So, the captain is not describing where they are. The captain is describing where they want to be and setting those coordinates and giving those instructions. So, I think this flows into the be, do, have model. If you've come across that, another simple and powerful idea around change. Um, Quickly, let me explain it. Three types of people. The first is the victim. They are the have, do, be people. When I have enough time, When I have enough money, when I have enough support, when I have the right conditions, then I'll do the things I've always wanted to do and then I'll be happy and successful. The problem is they never have the right amount of stuff. Conditions are never perfect. They never have the support. So they're always putting off doing the do. Therefore, they never get to be. Victims are always waiting. Second type is the worker. They're not waiting. They're doing. They They do have be. The more I do, the more I'll have. The more I'll have, the happier I will be the problem is the more you do the more there is still to do and the more you have the more there is to protect and you get stuck in this cycle of doing and having and doing and having and the being just is always just beyond your reach and you think you're getting closer and you keep telling yourself you're getting closer but you're actually not uh, the winner on the other hand doesn't wait for conditions to be perfect and doesn't start with doing the first question is hang on a minute what do i want again Right, now, who would I need to be to have access to that? What kind of person actually experiences those results in the real world? What would they believe about themselves? How would they dress? How would they talk? How would they walk? How would they enter a room? How would their relationship with money be? How would they deal with their time? How would they, what would they prioritize in their life? What kind of books would they read, etc.? Uh, and so then they go, right, well, I'm just going to go be that person. And being that person, then what would that person do? And doing what that person would do, then what would that person have? Now, it's counterintuitive and countercultural, but it actually is the only one that works. And it ties in with this world of affirmations and visualizations, because to be the person that you want to be before you have any right to be kind of feels weird, but it's like this captain of the ship setting the coordinates. And if you can't talk to yourself like you are that person already, well, don't expect anyone else is ever going to talk to you like that. So one of the ways that I have used this is to leave voicemail messages for myself Um, and the first time I thought about this, I thought, don't be a wanker, Jamin. Then I understood, no, no, this is programming. This is B do have. So here's how my voicemails go. Uh, g'day, Jamin. It's Jamin here. Look, I just want to tell you that. I actually think you are one of the finest coaches in the world. I think you are leading the way globally at solving the insecurity problem. I think what you do is world class. I think you're an incredible husband, a wonderful father. Your kids are so blessed to have you. You're going to make a massive impact on your life. You're a great friend. Your body is a machine, by the way. You are fit. You are fast. You are strong. And I go on. Um, <laughs> bye. You know, thanks Thanks for listening. Anyway, I'll, I'll catch you later on. Um, and then I listen to those messages back to myself. And it's part of... the the affirmation is part of the programming it's part of setting the coordinates it's part of being that person before I have any right to be And, and talking to myself like that is already my truth because if I can't see it if I can't believe it if I can't picture it if I can't hear it well it's never going to happen that's how those results get created they get programmed because we are already creating our current results by the language we're using you know, oh, I'm average, I'm no good, I'll probably never amount to anything. I feel fat, I'm slow, I I'm I'm struggle with money. Like they're already the be do have, but using it against you. Um so that's Shad Shad Helmstedter. Uh, Anthony Robbins, obviously he's gonna have some say some stuff to say about this. He has a lot, but one of the things that is his most useful contribution here is the fact that when you use affirmations, they need to be accompanied with a physical response to that. So no good just saying kind things about yourself. You have to say them until you feel them. So, you know, some of you have seen photos of my, um, my water tank or Instagram stories around, you know, doing affirmations and visualizations on my water tank on my property. Um, so one of my rules around that is that I, I, can't, I don't get off that tank until I feel what I'm saying is true. So there's a bunch of things that I say to myself about myself um, And at first it sounds weird and they sound foreign, but I I keep saying them and I keep repeating them until there's a resonance, there's a, a physical response to that until deeply every cell in my body goes, yes, yes, that is true. Yes, that is who I am. Yes, I believe that. And then I'm free to exit the strategy, get off the tank and go about my business. So I think that's a really important piece. If you're just saying a bunch of stuff, you're not feeling it, well, it's probably not doing anything. It's probably not inside you. You haven't bought into that idea. Uh, Stephen Covey, his great contribution, Everything Created Twice. This is, this is another example of how this plays out because you know, the results you're getting today are just the ones you've already created for yourself before. And you create those things by, by visualizing, by seeing them in your mind and by speaking them. So uh, you're, you're already experiencing the power of visualization and affirmation. You've already created mental constructs of your life. Maybe you've focused on what you don't want, and then lo and behold, that's what shows up. Maybe you've told yourself a negative story, and then lo and behold, that's what you experience. So everything is created twice. So if you want uh, great results to show up in the real world, you actually have to create them first in the unseen world. Uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, the four agreements, be impeccable with your word. Another great piece of wisdom in this space. The, The word impeccable comes from the Latin means do not sin, uh, Don talks about this as sin is acting against yourself or speaking against yourself. So he says, Never use words against yourself. Never make agreements with words that limit you. Only agree with words that empower you and help you be who you want to be. So being impeccable with your word is always being very mindful of the stuff you put out there in, in the language that you use. It is it is how our worlds get created. It is It is how we create our realities the words we use don't just describe how we feel remember they shape how we feel so being impeccable with your word is just going you have extraordinary power in your tongue use it very carefully never use word against yourself never use the word against other people speak life not death speak it how you want to be not how you don't want it to be So there's a bunch of things. I think affirmations and visualizations are incredibly important part of rewriting your story. I hope that's been useful. I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. If you're interested in finding out more about dealing with your own insecurity, check out the 30-day online overcoming insecurity Bootcamp combines high quality frameworks with one-on-one coaching to help you eradicate the fear of not being good enough and give yourself permission to really flourish in life. For more information, check out jaminfraser.com.